This is the Prestigious Initiative. Welcome. I'm Chris Bean, and here with me is Chris Kent. Hello, Mr. Kent. Hello, sir. So now we're back. Last last time we talked about being an active listener in our journey through being a effective communicator. Today we're going to talk all about our nonverbal communication. And you know, this this goes everything from facial exp- expressions, body language, your nonverbal cues, they all play a significant role in your interactions with people. Now, I think a good place to start with is nonverbal communication is how important it is. Well, nonverbal communication makes up a substantial part of how we express ourselves. So think about this as you're talking with somebody, the if you if you're talking with them on the phone, you can't get a sense of what they're actually looking or what they're actually doing, what they're actually how they're engaging with your communication. But if you have them in front of you, depending on how they're standing, if they adjust or if they fidget or if they're if they're looking away, all of those things are going to really they're going to dictate and affect how you progress through that communication with them. Because you get to see sort of immediate feedback on how they're interacting with those things you're telling them. So those nonverbal cues are so important because they they're really they're conveying the thoughts, the emotions, the intentions of that person who's listening or of you who are who is the person who's listening. And so just really you know next time you talk with somebody as you're talking with them really cue in on their nonverbal communications. What are their what is their what is their body telling you? that they're not necessarily verbally telling you. Do they do they feel like they want to be done with this conversation? Do they feel confused? You know, all of those things are really pretty evident if you start paying attention to their nonverbal cues, their, their body language as you are talking with them. You know, facial expressions and, and gestures, um, our faces are the windows into our emotions as are our gestures. So if you're, if you're talking with somebody, if they're smiling, if they're nodding their head, right? If they're, if they're you know, if they're kind of like, they, if they turn their head to the side, all of those things are so important with how they are understanding what it is that you're talking to them about. They all convey different various, uh, various different feelings, such as happiness, sadness, anger, surprise, and understanding these cues will enable you to connect with that person more deeply. And of course, with others as well. I think there's twofold to this. Obviously, we perceive other people's facial inspi- facial expressions, but then we also convey our own facial expressions. And so twofold to this, like I said, is being able to read other people's facial expressions, but then control and master your own facial expressions to really convey what you're feeling in that moment. And sometimes people are very good at this, and sometimes people are very bad at it. Sometimes people don't care. Sometimes people don't realize what their face is saying as they're talking. And so being able to uh, decipher or interpret that added layer to your communication is is a skill to not only be on, on one side of, of, of doing or, or having the facial expression, but be on the other side too of, of perceiving and, and reading those facial expressions. And so, you know, I'm sure there's, there's different things, workshops, books, videos, education you can do to kind of find out better ways to not only read facial expressions, but also to 
have or give facial expressions. But, you know, like you said, this is a very important communication skill that we can develop um, and being able to appropriately um, know what people are trying to tell us or not wanting to tell us, but their face betrays them. And so stopping ourselves from having that happen by being able to master our facial expressions to communicate what we're thinking and not the opposite of what we want to say. Body language is another important feature to this, another part to this. And, and, and of course, posture goes right along with your body language. Our body language and posture can speak volumes about your confidence, your interest, and your engagement to that person that you're speaking with. You know, and, and of course, these are all... So I think nonverbal communications are something that can be can be faked. And I'll, I'll, I'll end with that. So later on, I'll, I'll give you the, the, the thing that leads me to believe that body language can be faked. But be aware of your body language as you're communicating with somebody. If you're, if you're leaning, if you get your hand in your hip, you know, all of those things seem, make it seem like you're disinterested in what that person has to say. And that may be the furthest thing from the truth, but the way your body is reacting or responding in those situations is leading that person to believe that ah, they don't care what I really have to say. And so be aware of how your body is positioned, how your posture is, all of those things, because that is so important as the person, as you're listening to that person or as you're talking with that person. Now, of course, as you're talking with them, you want to try to adopt an open and positive language with your body so you have a welcome and and, and a, a welcome um, posture essence about yourself as you're talking with that other person. You know, of course, with along with these things, eye contact. Eye contact is so important because if you're looking at the person that you're talking with, clearly they know you're looking at them. If you're looking away, that shows disinterest. If you're looking down, that means, you know, maybe you're not telling the truth. All of those things are, are, and they're subtle, they're small, but if you know what to look for, they are huge, huge in how you're actually communicating with somebody. So just be very important, very, very um, keen on the fact of where you're looking at and how you're listening to them. We talked about last week about active listener. Make sure that you are using those those things that we talked about previously on that active listening, that you're using those things along with your body, these these non-communication, uh, sorry, these non-verbal communication type aspects of this interaction that you're having with this person. Eye contact, again, is huge. If you can't look somebody in the eye as you're talking with them, that will turn a lot of people away from you, right? So be able to have that eye contact. And of course, with eye contact, there's, you know, there's such thing as too much eye contact and very clearly not enough eye contact. And so you got to kind of play the line and know what you're doing and why you're doing it and how you're doing it. But eye contact is very, very important as you're communicating with somebody. You know, I something I struggle with is eye contact and feeling sometimes uncomfortable making that eye contact. But just as you said, it can be a skill uh, and other aspects of how you communicate can be a skill to work on maintaining eye contact. And, you know, most often I find that even though it may be a difficult thing to do, it does really enhance that conversation because you really 
are able to communicate with just that eye contact that you're paying attention and listening and it forces you to be active in the conversation as well. So, you know, if there's anywhere out, anyone else out there like me that maybe have trouble with that, you know, it is something you can practice and work on. And I do encourage it because it, it, it is, seems simple, sometimes difficult, but it is a, a huge part of being uh, better at communicating. And I, I do think that it's worth the effort to try to, to add that into how you, you, you try to communicate with other people. Now, of course, your kind of the, where, where you come from, whether that be the culture you come from, the, the, um, the area of the, of the culture specifically that you come to, uh, I come from all of those things are really important to how you communicate because whether you know it or not, where, who you are is, ha- has a lot to do with where you come from. And so be aware of that in the fact that, you know, that is going to change or modify or differentiate you from somebody else. But as you're communicating with somebody, you may be communicating from them or with them with some, with some sort of essence about yourself that works in your culture, in your, in, in, in your area where you live. But if you're talking with somebody else, that's not specifically from that area who doesn't know or care where you're from, it's important to be able to clearly define and talk to people from all different culture backgrounds and areas. And with that has a, you know, part of that is, is understanding a bit or, or maybe more than a bit where that person comes from, because you may say one thing to somebody and it means something completely different to somebody that lives or, or, or was grown or, or was, um, raised somebody uh, somewhere else and so those are all really important things as you're communicating with somebody yeah something in one culture that's perceived as a good thing could be perceived as a bad thing in a different culture and so not only understanding other people's cultures but knowing your own culture enough to know how that interacts with other people as well too and you know it seems maybe like something that's more out there but you never know who you're gonna run into and the conversations you could have and the communication you could make with other people and so letting yourself be aware of multiple different cultures and navigating the differences in those cultures can make you a better communicator all around, no matter what situation you're in. And sometimes those cultural differences aren't between countries. They're between parts of countries or types of people. And, and you know, it, it's this cultural quote unquote difference could, could really be broken down into many different pieces. And so I'm not saying that you need to, um, code switch and completely change the way you talk and try to acclimate to how people are, but just be aware of it and, and incorporate that into your communication as well. You know, I, I teased that, the, you know, a few minutes ago about how I think that nonverbal communication can be faked and why, well, we all have seen faked nonverbal communication because we've all seen some form of a movie or TV show. Actors do this as, as literally as their job, they fake these nonverbal communications. As you're watching a show or a movie, the way that person stands, the way they're looking, their, their, their posture, their facial expressions, their, all of those things are telling you different things about their, not them, not that person specifically, but their character that they're portraying on the screen. And if the actor on the screen can fake these things. That means that you, anybody listening to this, also can fake these things. And that also means that anybody perhaps not listening to this 
can also fake these things. And what does that mean? Well, you may be really good at, at judging a person's character. You may be really good at reading their body language. But you may be reading all the things that they want you to read about them. You may be picking up all the hints that they're specifically telling you. And so just because their body language is saying one thing, and, and I'm not what I'm not saying, um, well, I, I don't want this to be like, oh, don't believe anybody. Don't believe any body language. I, that's not what I want to, that's not what I, I, where I want to go with this. I just want you to understand that actors are able to adequately or, or, or even beyond adequately fake body language. And if they can do it, that means humans can do it. We're all human. So we can do it. So again, the person we're talking with. So just be aware that just because their body is saying X doesn't mean that's what they actually want or believe or whatever. They may be just putting on a show for you. And, you know, we, we threw around the word fake there many times, but also we threw, threw around the word skill. And so I guess where does the line between where this can be useful to you or where it just becomes something that, you know, we might use to try to get our way or try to get someone to think, think something. And, you know, I think that goes back into our, our conversation earlier um, when we first started talking about this is that, um, you know, you need to understand the intention of yourself, but also try to decipher the intention of people, which can be difficult if they're skilled at communicating because they may not want you to know their intention. They can disguise their intention. You won't realize that they're being fake. And so I guess, you know, we're not also encouraging you to go out and become a master of all these skills so that you can do bad things and manipulate people in bad ways and, and, you know, become a mastermind. However, it is a skill you can use and can be useful for good too. You know, I sound like I'm talking about like a superpower, but I mean, I guess it kind of can be, you know, if you're an effective communicator, it can do a lot of things that, uh, um, that can be beneficial, but also could be detrimental depending on how you use it. So just keep that in mind too. You know, I don't want to create a legion of evil villains, but communication can do either one of those things for you. So use it wisely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And Right. Communication. You talked about it being a superpower. Absolutely. The way you can communicate, if you can communicate your point clearly, concisely with, you know, all of these things we've talked about and, and, and even are going to talk about with a communication, really, that is a superpower. Because if you can get what's in your brain on paper, or if you can get what's on your brain into somebody else's brain effectively and easily, I mean, I, that, I mean, that is a superpower. I absolutely would agree. That's a good way to to kind of uh, summarize communication or the art of a being an effective communicator. For now, but I'm sure we have plenty more to talk about. Oh, we do. Yeah, yeah, because this is only the first two. Now, as we wrap this episode on nonverbal communication, remember that words are just one part of the equation. Nonverbal cues can greatly enhance or undermine your message that you intend to convey. By mastering the art of nonverbal communication, you'll become a more compelling and effective communicator. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll explore another aspect of being an effective communicator. Thank you for joining us on the Prestigious Initiative. If you found this episode value, don't forget to subscribe to the Prestigious Initiative on your favorite podcast platform. 
Your support means the world to us. Until next time, let your nonverbal communication speak volumes and empower your uh, connections with others. Keep inspiring for greatness.